Ooh, welcome back to Tyler Street Sports Podcast. My name is Andrew. I'm here with my co-host Garrett. It is a cold Monday this week after last week's beautiful Monday. How you doing today? Pretty good. That was a great opening. I gotta say, I really enjoyed that. You held that. Ooh, you held that just really well. I was really enthused. I've been having a rough day. I've been kind of like groggy today. You know, that just really got me excited. I mean, let's do this. It's like fucking 28 degrees out. It might be miserable. It's so cold out. Upstate New York. If you know, you know. If you don't, lucky you. I mean, I left for work this morning and it was four degrees. Yeah. I mean, just I'm ready to be done with that. Yep. Really, really, really ready to be done with that. We got a full NBA podcast for everybody today. Uh, bear with us. We don't really have much to talk about through the All Star break because that was just absolutely terrible. So probably a little bit of predictions, a little bit of questions about it. You guys, a little bit of an enthusiastic episode today. All right, I wanted to do this with you um, last week, but I really wasn't prepared for it. Um, there's a lot of talent in the league, and I think sometimes the best way to determine how to rank the players is to pit the players up against themselves. So I'm going to give you a series of players, two, you know, pairs of two, and I want you to tell me for the next five years which one of those guys you'd rather have. All right, before we get into that, I just want to say shout out Josh. Thank you for coming on last week. We had a blast. I've heard a few people tell us that we really, they really liked the podcast. Hated our jersey rankings, but really liked the podcast. Thank you again for coming on. Yeah, glad he came on. He did a great job. Uh, I think we're going to have to have him on again, maybe next week, maybe if the schedules align. We'll see about that. And uh, yeah, he did a great job. I know he got a lot of good compliments, so I'm happy that he had a good time too. Exactly. All right, let's let's do this. Um, I'm going to start out with some lower. I mean, these are all good players. I don't have any scrubs on this list. Well, maybe I don't know. If you had to choose next five years, Dejounte Murray or Darius Garland. Now, um, the age difference in there is, I think this is the biggest age difference on the entire list. I tried to keep it similar players, similar play styles, similar, all similar. I like DeJounte Murray a lot. I really, like, defensively, I think he's better. I like that he's longer. He can't fucking shoot, though. What's the age difference? I, it's, it's like four years. I think it's about, it, no, it's, it's got to be three. I think Murray's 26, Garland's 21. I, I think I'm going to go Darius Garland. He's fine. Like, last year was his breakout year. He's still, he's still playing very well this year. He was an all-star. Granted, that mean, doesn't really mean a whole lot based on fan oh, Murray, and all Murray that. was, too. No, I understand that. But at the age of 22, had a breakout year at 21 years old. Is now ju- He just turned 22, actually, in 2006. Or didn't. The 26th of January. Wow. I'm fucking out of it. Kid show. Um, Yeah, no, probably Darius Garland. Just for the age, the breakout kind okay. of sensation this year. But I mean, we'll see how his career ends up in five years. Do the Cavs have to trade Colin Sexton? I think so. I, I think I agree with that. What do you think his value actually is? Like, what do you what do you honestly think the Cavs can get for him? And what, like, what do you feel like they need to do to take another step? Because I think they're really good, and they might win a playoff series this year. But like, how do they go from winning a playoff series to being in the conference finals? Like, what do you what, when you see that team? What do you think they really need? I think just depth at this point. They had they have the talent. I think for their starting lineup with just with their big three, kind of of Allen Mobley and and uh, Garland. 
she'll probably just depth. They, like their team is decently young as well. I think Jared Allen is only 26, 27. Yeah, he's the 2016 draft. So he's like fourth, fifth year in the league yeah. now. No, he's the 17 draft. Yeah. So, I mean, he's only been in the league for like five years. I mean, he's crazy young. Evan Mobley, I already discussed how I love him. Garland, I love Isaac Okoro. They're going to have a you know another young player this year. Like I really like this team a lot, and I think there's a lot of talent on it. Let me throw this one at you. Um, let's say it falls apart with Miami this year. Like they they just fall apart in the playoffs. Like there's a chance Miami plays Brooklyn in the first round. I mean that's that's a terrible matchup for them. Um, Colin Sexton for Jimmy Butler, and you make the money work. I don't know if the Cavs would want to do that, or the, the, if the Heat would want to do, do that. Okay. Yeah. So you think the Heat say no to that one? Probably. Okay. All right. What about? Um, I'm just kind of looking at the the lay of the land here. Boy, this is tough. What about like a Colin Sexton and picks for Bradley Beal? Yeah, I think I'd, I'd do you that. Like, you like that one? Better. Yeah, I do too. I do because I do think they need a little bit of kind of veteran. Or star talent to back them up. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get like a second guy, not a top guy, a second guy to fit with Garland and Mobley. Like I think those are the two. Be- I I wanted them to trade for McCollum, but obviously he went to the Pelicans, and I think that's a better fit for him, anyways. But I think if they could get like Bradley Beal, that'd be something for them. Yeah, they they need somebody else to just be able to push them forward because they're so young. If they if these guys are all, if we're talking four years from now when all these guys are in their mid twenties and or late twenties, then then we're probably looking at Cleveland as a number one competitor. But as of right now, with how the East is looking, I don't really think Cleveland is that team. Even with them being ranked fourth right now, only three and a half games back of first, I just don't see them being that team to push for the number one seed. And if they make it, even make it to a finals. Okay, let me do the second one here. This one I really like. Um, two big guys. They've both played in the finals. Bam and DeAndre Ayton. Next five years. Bam is older. He is two years older than, than Ayton is. He's been paid. He's on his current contract. Ayton is going to get a max this summer. Um, I really like Bam out of bio. I really do. Um... So, okay, I'll put it this way. If I'm looking at my team, because these are... DeAndre Ayton has been in the talks of the guy that I, I really want us to try to push for in the offseason. Um, if both of these guys were free agents, I'd probably say DeAndre Ayton, just based on the age aspect, and I think he'd fit with the style of the Thunder play way better. But if I'm looking at just a random team, a very average team in the league, um, probably Bam Adebayo. I do like him more as a player. I think he's a little bit more dominant in the paint, and I think he could be a number one guy on the team to take you to a title, whereas I don't think DeAndre Ayton could do that for me. I love the way you put that. Like, he can be a number one. Because, like, if I'm, like, building a team and I'm trying to win a title, I think Ayton is a better fit if he's the second or third guy on the team because what he can do defensively is like more imp- it's, it's more important to me than what Bam can do. Yeah, Bam can switch, and I think Bam as a passer and obviously as a scorer is better. Like Bam brings the ball up for the Heat. Like he plays point guard for them. He's honestly, I think the best comparison for Bam Adebayo is Al Horford. Like I think like the comparison on that one is really good, and I love that. And Bam might be able to be the number one on a championship team. 
But I think like Aiton, if he's your third best guy and you have two wings or a, a wing and a forward or a wing and a point guard, like the things that he can do for your offense is like so crucial because he's going to draw attention in the paint. And I like that. I think I would still take Bam overall, but I think Aiton, I would say Aiton has a better chance to win a title in his career just because the things he's going to be asked to do, he's going to be better at them than all the things that Bam's going to be asked to. Bam's going to be asked to do a lot because he's really talented, but I don't know if he can do all of the same things well where Bam's going to do everything just great. He's going to do three things great. Bam's going to do seven things good. Yeah, I agree. All right, this one's a big one. This is this is probably the second biggest one on the on the list. Luka Doncic or Jason Tatum? Uh, Luka. Okay, you got to make the case because obviously I got to defend my guy. But so the argument here is something that I'm, I have to come up with off the top of my head. Um, I love Jason Tatum. I do. But I do think Luca. I don't know. It's so this this is the hardest one because we're looking at the top young guy, like, and and who I think is Luca, versus Jason Tatum, who is one of the most athletic players in the league and dominant almost all around his game. I don't know. I just I I I don't know. I think my gut is just telling me Luca, but I, I just, here's the thing: I like if you made me choose, I would literally just flip a coin. I'd say, just here, I, I'll take either one of them. I, I don't care. Uh, what's the age difference? They- so Tatum's gonna be 24 in a couple months. Luca's gonna be 23 in a couple months. Yeah, I mean, just like same age basically. So defensively goes to Tatum. He's a better defensive yeah. player. Luca, I, I don't even know if he cares on defense sometimes. Um, scoring ability. Luca can go nuclear, like just th- those two Clippers series the last two years. He's gone to this level where it's like, holy fuck, we can't stop. Like Kawhi Leonard can't stop this guy. How about this? I can give you my definite answer when we go see these two play against each that other is, in true. two weeks. That is true. Um, I think Tatum's going to be the more durable player in his career. Luca's yeah. had a couple injuries already. He clearly doesn't take care of his body that well. Like in five years, if Luca is, you know, had a couple foot injuries and he's been banged up, and Tatum's still, you know, that guy, like I won't be surprised. I won't be surprised if Luca Doncic wins a title in the next five years either. I think he's that good. So I do think the difference is like microscopic. Like I said, it's yeah, a like coin the, flip for me. It, it is totally style of play because like Tatum, like I said, he's a better defender. He's a better defensive player. I think he has more ways to score where Luca can just get so freaking hot that you can't stop him. Yeah. Luca's a much better passer. Like that's not even close. He, as far as playmaking, he wins that. Um drawing fouls, Luca's better at that cuz he's got that European style. I love Jason Tatum. I think I would take him because I think he's going like he's 6'10". I don't care what it says on the stat sheet. It says he's 6'80", 6'10". You can't teach 6'10" with scoring and handles like that. So, correct me if I'm wrong, but I do think Tatum can hit a cold cold stretch Absolutely. more likely than, than Luka is. Um, and I, I do think, again, yeah, it depends on what kind of team you're trying to build because obviously Luka can be the number one star of an offense, 
Whereas Tatum has had Jalen Brown. He's had he's had some of these very, very talented players around him to where I think if I'm building a team where this player is my far and above number one player, I think I'd go Luka. But if I'm building a team... I mean, it, it all depends. Do you want to be the Mavericks or do you want to be the Celtics? Like, which which team right. are you trying to build? Right. Are you trying to be the number five seed in the West or the number six seed in the East right now? And it, I feel like Luka has that James Harden thing to him where it's my way or the highway kind of game. Like, he, just, he plays to the beat of his own game. And Tatum, like, I think... Ta- why the 76ers passed on Tatum and took faults makes no sense to me. Could you imagine Tatum with Joel Embiid? Like, how smooth that would look? I just... There's not another player in the league where I'm like, oh my God, if Luka played with this guy, I'm just like, yeah, I'm sure Luka can play with anybody, but does it work? Because Luka's a high-volume guy. Tatum plays off-ball all the time. Like, he's off the ball a lot, and he started up his playmaking. So, yeah, I think it is style. It's how you want to play the game. If you want to be like the Rockets and the Mavericks of that era, then Luka's your guy. I think, is, does Tatum have a chance to be Kevin Durant? level scoring, I think there's a chance of that. Is he going to be... No, he's not going to be Kevin Durant. Like, that's, that's not going to happen. That That's past. But, like, does he have that ability to be that kind of a guy? I think he does. I can't give you an answer. It, okay. It's a it's a coin flip. I'll let you know in two weeks. All right, sounds good. Yeah, we will be at uh, the Mavericks-Celtics game on uh, Sunday, March 13th. They'll be retiring Kevin Garnett's jersey. Uh, we have decided to purchase tickets to that game because I'm a sick man and I have to go. All right, this next one has been debated for like three years now. <coughs> Embiid or Jokic? Jokic. It's close. I am a lot closer on this argument than I was last year. Last year I was far and above, far and away the, the number one player in the league has been Nikola Jokic. But this year it's... Th- this is the MVP yeah. race right now. Like Giannis and DeRozan are in the MVP race, and I think they're in it just so we can say that they're in it. Like it's these two guys. It, it just has to be. For You know how I feel about Jokic. He is literally my favorite player in the NBA. I don't think there's an offensive thing that guy can't do. And it used to be before he was terrible on defense. And now, like, his defensive numbers have gone up. He's at, They're actually worse when he's off the floor defensively. Like, they need him on the floor to be good. And I think that that says a lot about him. For the next five years, Embiid scares the hell out of me. I mean, he's, is that guy going to break his foot tomorrow? It's It's... That's another thing with him. Like, he's always nicked. He's always tired. He's always hurt. I don't trust that at all. So, I I agree I'd go Jokic. I think Jokic is the MVP right now, personally. I don't know. I, I, I can't argue. I think there's a case for DeMar DeRozan. I think he's been the hottest player in basketball for months now. Not giving it to DeMar DeRozan. Um, I'm sorry. But just give me the big that can take it up the court if I need him to. Or I'll run a design play for you to shoot a three, and you're most likely going to make it. It's just... The different and Joel Embiid can hit some some threes. Like I'm not taking that oh, away. He's from a good him. three point shooter. Yeah. Like he takes he takes the technical free throws on. Obviously with James Harden, that's going to change. But like up until last week, Joel Embiid took the technicals when there was a free throw. Like no center does that. Centers do not take free throws. This again might be just another coin flip of who do I who do I want to see it's on style my team? Of play. Yeah, yeah, it's totally style of play. Like Jokic hit a pass. I think it was last week against, I want to say the Warriors, and it was like a full-court bounce pass like on an outlet. And it's just like, are you fucking kidding me, kid show? How does this guy do that? And then Embiid is just the king of drawing fouls. He's on pace. He's taking a free throw every .3 possessions. 
like, or I'm sorry, he's taking .3 free throws per possession. So he's basically taking a free throw every three times. Every three times he touches the ball, that's ridiculous. That is going to shatter the all-time record. What at was that number? I think in, in the first game that James Harden played for the Sixers, the in the first half alone, Harden and Embiid took. 28 free yeah. throws, 30 yeah. free throws, something around that. They're going to have to start playoff games at like 6 o'clock. They're going to go, they're going to go like five hours. We're, we're talking like Yankees, Red Sox kind of time for the, for some of those playoff games. That's, that's going to be a slow down, drag it out kind of series with those guys. All right. The next one I love, and I think you'll like this one too. LaMelo Ball or Tyrese Halliburton. Oh boy there. Um. Um. Give me with my little ball. All right, I need you to make a case on this one. I just I I don't know. Like these are the, like so. I I think Lamelo Ball is is a a flashier type of player, and I love that. Like I love. My favorite player of all time is Russell Westbrook, and I mean, I might be a Thunder fan, but I love the, I'm just going to get, and, and LaMelo Ball is never going to just get up and yam on anybody, but he's going, like, he's a very flashy type of player. I remember in one of his first games in the league last year, it was, dude, he's making these passes behind the underhand back. pass, yeah. right? It's yeah. like these are, and it's like, you're like a Harlem Globetrotter that's actually making it to the NBA, and it's like, this, that's what I love on my team. I think Tyrese Halliburton is very talented, but I think Lamelo Ball is the kind of guy that I would want on my team over Halliburton. I think I think Lamelo has been the better overall player over the past two years as well. I'm taking Halliburton. I, I think he's like fundamentally, he's like Tony Parker to me. Like he does everything the right way. That's what I want my point guard to do now. Like unless you're Steph Curry, I really don't want. The flashiness of point guard. I really just want the solid, I know what my role is kind of guy. And I love LaMelo. I, I said before that draft, I would take him. No question. I think he's going to be phenomenal. And he is phenomenal. Halliburton is just so, like, smooth and technical. And, like, he knows exactly what play to make. He makes the right play. I just want that big time. So I, I get what you're saying. I don't disagree with you. I just think I personally I would take Halliburton. Yeah, like a lot of these are just tough. It's that was the point. I'm not going to make these easy. Yeah, these these had to be hard. All right, I think you know the answer to this one off the top. Cat or AD? Carl Anthony Towns. Okay. I mean, is it? It's just the injury. Is thing, Anthony right? Davis going to be playing in three years? Is he going to be playing next year? That yeah. He, does it, is it just me or does he look like he's thirty pounds overweight? He looks overweight to me. He just that the dude cannot stay healthy no. to save his career, like. And I've been saying it. What are what are the Lakers going to be in five years? The worst team in the league. LeBron's We're going to talk about that later. We're going to do the Lakers thing, but like, yeah, just the whole AD thing is just scary. Yeah. LeBron's leaving in two years when Brownie gets drafted into the league. Anthony Davis might not be playing in two years because he's just hurt all the time, and you've done all of this work as the Lakers to, to just build your team around what LeBron wants, and now it's not competing, and you guys are absolutely terrible. We're gonna we're gonna touch on that later. You you kind of spoiled that headline, but we're gonna get to that. All right, I love this one, Jamal Murray or Devin Booker. We're gonna disagree on this because you are, are we. You, I mean, my my vote is Devin Booker. I mean, I figured you'd say that. 
You've never been a Devin Booker guy. I'm not guy. a Devin Booker guy. I'm not the biggest Jamal Murray guy. I think Jamal Murray's really good, but I don't like I don't put Jamal Murray in that next tier. So I I do think we've seen the outburst of Jamal Murray and being a more talented player through Nikola Jokic, which that's going to happen to everybody because it's the best center in the league or 1A in the league at center position, and he's going to make every single player on the floor better. But I do think Devin Booker... Devin Booker was playing out of his mind before Chris Paul came along. I still remember his... How many points did he drop? Oh, oh you want to talk about that nonsense? The I mean, 70 against the Celtics? I'm just saying. You mean when Avery Bradley didn't play in that game... And then the the Suns were fouling at the end of the game to get Devin Booker more three point attempts. That's all right. And and in a game where the Suns got blown out by thirty five, you oh you scored seventy, you got blown out by thirty. Congratulations. That's no don't don't even go there with me. I watched that game. That was pathetic. That was the most pathetic excuse for a historic attempt at points I've ever seen. It's if right. you look, if you go back in history and you look at the times that players have scored that kind of scoring, they win. They win. They don't lose by thirty. If you're down by thirty, you shouldn't be playing in the fourth quarter. Sit your behind down. No, you playing. couldn't do anything all game. Now you're gonna go for these points. Fuck you. No, that game was bullshit. That game was bullshit. And he has that. Good for him. You scored seventy points. I don't care. Irrelevant. Just for that, pick a Jamal Murray. Just because you brought that <laughs> shit up on me again. <laughs> Oh, that game was disgusting. Sunday afternoon, no Avery Bradley to guard him, and we still win by 30. He scores 70, we win by 30. There's also the Suns. Maybe like, try getting their... Oh, because oh, that Celtics team was amazing. That Celtics team like won 42 games that year. Yeah, but how bad was that Suns team? Uh, I think that was the year they got to pick DeAndre exactly. first overall. Exactly. So there you go. I don't care. No, no. Get your teammates involved. How about that? Devin Booker on the worst team in the league is dropping 70 on the Celtics. Like, granted, y'all were bad, but yeah, the, down the, the 30. Suns, he's, uh, he's the dropping Suns 70 on the Celtics. Like, don't yeah. even give me your shit. We're if Jason 30. Tatum dropped 75 in a Celtics loss, you'd be like, oh, Jason Tatum dropped 75. No, you're I don't right. even give he a shit. He scored 50 in a playoff game last year, and he won. Okay. That's what he does. But but um, scored sixty against the Spurs last year and led a twenty five point comeback. Point yeah, being made exactly. is if y'all lost. No, point being made y'all is Jason lost Tatum, by twenty. Tatum dropped seventy five. He would never gonna... do that. We'd be benching him. He'd be benched. If Jay, if Tatum's dropping seventy five, we're gonna win the game. My God, if he just averaged thirty, we'd be the first team in the league. Don't don't even That's don't Devin even Booker. bring that. Just for that, I'm picking Jamal Murray. He's a better shooter. He's a better ball handler. Right. He's a better passer. I I don't want to. Why would you bring that up? <laughs> Don't bring that garbage game up. That is the most like that's going to go down in history in the record books, and it's shameful. It's absolutely shameful that he gets that game. Drop seventy. You don't hold up the little note card like Wilt did in the 100 game. Like, ooh, we got 70 points in a fucking 30-point blowout. Kid show. Oh, my God. Awful. All right. Jalen Brown or Brandon Ingram? Um, number two pick and number three pick in the 2016 draft. Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram. Yeah, okay. I do think he's a more talented player. Um, I do think he fits schemes way more difficult. I think it's way more difficult to fit Brandon Ingram into a scheme than it is Jalen Brown. I yeah, think, I think because I think Jalen Brown overall is a very average player. He's like, a number two guy. I think he could fit almost on any team in the league, whereas Brandon Ingram. You don't want him as your number one, but if he's in the right scheme, 
he he could very easily be the best number two in the league. So you don't want him as a number one, but he has to be a number one to be successful. Yeah, so, that, if like, he, so like you have to have him as your number one, but you're going to get bounced out before the playoffs even start, right? No, nah, like if you have Brandon Ingram as your number two, he'd be a very good number two. So can he be a number two? Because he's got to have the ball a lot. I don't know. Like that's the problem. Oh boy. Maybe it, the case might have just made just pick Jalen Brown, the average player out of the two. Then the guy averages twenty five. Like Jalen Brown averages twenty five and six. That's ridiculous. Been to the Eastern Conference Finals three times. I guess give me Jalen Brown. All right, thank you. I'm glad I convinced you on that one. That one would bother me if you were going to take Brandon Ingram, who's not even the best player on his own team. And he's the number one guy. Can we talk about the Pelicans for a minute? With the Zion situation, the Lakers too. We're, we'll get what to them. I got yesterday? a couple more guys here. I got a couple more guys. Yeah, Zion. You mean one ton? According to the people of Mardi Gras, making floats so about him. It's just like Zion could go down as one of the worst picks in NBA history. So I don't want to call him a bust because like his body failed him. And I think we talked. Did we talk? Yeah, about your this body tends to fail you when all you do is eat. Uh, that's fair, but like when he was right, he was averaging twenty six on sixty percent shooting. Yeah, he was one of the best prospects of NBA history. Might be the best prospect in NBA yeah. history. Like, there's a chance well, outside of fucking LeBron James. But like, I mean, Zion showed up the first game he played and was amazing. And I don't think we see him play for the Pelicans again. Do we see him play basketball? Again? I think he'll play basketball again, but I don't think he plays for the Pelicans ever again. Dude, they did a. It wasn't last night for the Lakers game. It was one some game I was watching of the Pelicans, and they they showed a picture of Zion or showed a video of Zion just sitting on the bench, and the dude looks like he tacked on another twenty pounds. He is not. If you if I saw that guy walking through through public, I'd be like that. This guy is not playing basketball. And you told me that, I'd be like, no fucking way, kid show, but no way. Zion Williamson looks like he's playing basketball anytime soon. It's not good. Looks like James Harden as soon as he got to New York. Oh, he's bigger than James Harden. Well, he yeah, looks, but that's, like, this is the difference. You between- can, so you can tell when NBA players have put on weight, they all get fat arms. Like their arms just look fat. And he has fat arms. Like they're heavy. And like he's so athletic. Gumbo. Yeah. He's so athletic that I just don't think the body is meant to handle that much power and that much weight all at one time. Like, there's nobody in the league that can jump like him. There's nobody. It, it's ridiculous. Like, he can get offensive rebounds off his own miss on a missed layup. It's insane. But I don't think he ever plays for the Pelicans again. And I think if I'm the Pelicans, I'm if anybody offers me anything remotely good for him, I'm taking it tomorrow. There's no way I can keep him. You can't pay him max dollars. Yeah. I just I, I I I'm not gonna say he's never gonna play basketball again because I think he will. But like he's had he's had three foot injuries, he's had two separate knee injuries, and he's had other like other things mixed in. Like that's just that's too much damage for a young body. It's it's the Rob Gronkowski effect. Like after so many surgeries, you're only so good. Yeah, I don't know if he'll ever be a talented, extremely talented NBA player again. But I just. I'm so lost on the Zion thing. I'm just I've fallen off. I was the I was not a huge Zion fan when he was in high school because I was like, oh, this guy is just 
all he's going to do is get the ball and just slam it in your face the entire time. And is he going to be able to do that in the NBA? And yes, he can. He did. I he mean, did. That, that's the thing. Like, I was the same skeptic. I was like, well, I think he's going to be able to dunk on people, but is he going to be able to be crafty enough and is he going to be able to be skilled enough and not get hurt to be right? And he, when he was healthy, it was like, holy shit, this guy is... This guy is Draymond Green with a better jumper, better passing ability, and he's more athletic. And he can handle. It's like, holy shit. Like, you couldn't guard him. You couldn't guard... The Celtics had a game against him last year where they were... Like, the Pelicans were down 15 with two minutes to go, and they couldn't stop him. He scored, like, he scored 12 points in the last two minutes, and it was like, there was no answer. They tried everything. They triple-teamed him, and he still figured it out. And it was unguardable. And we're just like... We may never see it at that level ever again. Like, foot surgeries are so bad. They're just feet and back. Those are the two things you never want to hurt, and he's basically done one of those already. Yeah. All right, you're going to like this one. Trey Young or John Morant? John Morant. Okay. I I mean, I knew you were going to say that. You love him. I'm taking him to... My favorite player in the league. I like Trey Young. I'm not a big Trey guy. I think Trey is a little overrated. Yeah, like, okay, why aren't they good this year? Like, why are they the 10th seed in the East right now? You went to the Eastern Conference Finals. All we heard is how, oh, you beat the Knicks and you uh, you beat Philly. So you beat the Knicks, who blow. You beat Philly with a, dis- a broken Ben Simmons, basically. And then you lost to the Bucs after Giannis hurt his knee and missed a game. Like, what's up with them? Why can't they play with energy every single night? Why don't they play hard? I don't know. It's a very good question. Like, Ice Trey has been non-existent this year. And he, he was a all-star, but, I mean, again, the all-star doesn't mean anything right. because you get fans just voting every single day, and it's like, oh, give me Ice Trey, the guy that can kind of shoot it like Steph Curry but isn't even nearly as hot. It's just, I don't know. I'm like, just, I, don't, I don't get it with them. They show up to games, and they act like teams are going to roll over that for them. And it's like, you haven't done a fucking thing. Oh, good for you. You made an Eastern Conference Finals. Like, it reminds me of that, and again, I'm going to go back to the Celtics, but that 2019 Celtics team with Kyrie Irving, the, the last year he was there, where it was just like, oh, don't wait. Don't let us get to the playoffs, though. We're going to turn it on. And then they beat Milwaukee in that game one and then get swept the rest of the way. And it's like, no, you, you guys were terrible. You didn't give a shit at all. It's the same thing. Like, I feel like the Hawks don't care. Like, like the rest of the league just lays down for them because they have Trey Young. Like, no, you, you're, you got to show up and play. Yeah. No, I mean, we're on the same page there. All right, last one. I love this one. Next five years, KD or Steph? Wow. What's the ages, you know? Durant is either a year or two years older. Durant's the 2007 draft. Curry's the 2009 draft. I think Curry is one year younger because he was a sophomore when he got drafted. Durant was a freshman. Um, God, I don't know. Two completely different positions. Two completely different players. And I can't even say, like, I think Curry could lead me to a championship because I don't know if he could. Like... Well, we've, we've well, seen the, uh, Curry be the best player on a finals team. Yeah. We've never seen Kevin Durant be the best player on a finals team. 
Like, yeah, he was the finals MVP. Curry was the best player on that team. So, wait, did I say Curry couldn't lead me to the finals? Yeah, you did say oh, that. Oh, I meant Kevin Durant. Okay. Um, I had Kevin Durant on my team. I just... I love how stumped you are on this one. Can we, so can we break them down? Yeah. Okay, let's 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 break them down. Obviously Curry's a better shooter. Yes. But as far as like in a playoff series, who can be a better shooter? I think it's Kevin Durant. I mean, we even saw though Curry the Nets can lose go, by an inch. Yeah, and not even an inch. I mean yeah. a fucking toenail. And they're in the conference finals. Like he can obviously get his shot off easier. It's it's easier for KD to do that. Health wise, I gotta give that to Curry. KD is is constantly nicked now. Like he just is. Defense, Kevin Durant. I, I, he's yeah. just he's just better. He's bigger. It's easier for him to play defense. Better teammate. I think Curry. This this Brooklyn thing is it looks so bad on Kevin Durant in my opinion. I think it makes him look terrible as a leader, personally. And Curry to me like. The Warriors just went two years without having Klay Thompson and Draymond Green. And Curry's like, yeah, I'm going to go out there every single night. I'm going to play, and we're going to try to win games. Like, we're not going to try to lose. And he almost made the playoffs last year. Like, he just ran into better teams. And this year, they're second in the West, and they're my favorite currently to win. I, I love everything about Steph Curry right now. So, like, scoring, you're giving it to Durant. Defense, you're giving it to Durant. But the intangible shit and the health shit, it goes to Curry. Like, which one are you going to take over five years? The problem is I don't, I don't know if in five years... <coughs> Sorry. I don't know if in five years, like... Which one's going to take me to more championships? Curry? Like, or, or, I mean, Kevin Durant almost single-handedly brought, beat the box last year in the playoffs. It's who's closer this year? The Warriors. But I mean, I would. It's the roster shit for the Nets. So, Kyrie is technically a free agent at the end of the year. He can opt in or he can go to free agency. If they lose him in free agency, they can't replace him unless they do a sign and trade. Who is signing, who is signing Kyrie Irving? Probably nobody are, at this point. Like, are there even bad teams that want... Like, someone will pay him, but who's lining up for him and is going to be willing to trade something for him? Yeah. Okay. Give ben me Simmons? Curry. Give me Curry. Curry I, yep. I, I think I agree with you. And I think KD is amazing. But if I'm trying to win the finals, I don't need a guy who literally can't keep his fucking locker room together. Kid show. And I take the guy that scored 50 in an all-star game and could literally shoot it from anywhere in the arena. He's just silly. Like, right now, we have four guys, in my opinion, in the top 20 all-time players. And KD and Steph are two of them. And the fact that they were both on the same team for three years and they only won two titles is so shitty. Like, they sh KD should have never left Golden State. He had it perfect there. He just had it per Just keep winning, bro. You could have just kept on winning. The train would have kept on rolling. But instead, you wanted to go to Brooklyn, and T 
team up with flat earth guy and guy that eats too much when he decides he doesn't like to play with you anymore. J- James Harden is classic take my ball and go home guy. That's that's what he is. It's I just I cannot believe that KD would would have left that situation. And that's a very hard one. It it took it did as they saw it took me a fucking minute. And I'm still not even confident in my pick. I, I would take Steph. I just would. I think fan bases like him more. I think like cities can rally rally around that guy. And I think players want to play with him. I don't know if players want to play with Kevin Durant. Like, yeah. who really wants to play with Kevin Durant? Because there's a lot of guys I don't think could. I think anybody can play with Steph. I think he's the most malleable superstar in NBA history. Just throw him into any system. I think he'll figure it out. Oh, I have to run off screens and catch and shoot? Okay, cool. I got to play point guard? Okay, cool. I yeah. think he can do all of those things. All right, you want to take a quick break? After, sure. Since we're done with those? All right. So now that we're off of that, I, I wanted to ask you one more, by the way, really quickly. Uh, who would the Lakers rather have on their team next year? John Wall or Russell Westbrook? Go. The trash can outside of the Crypto.com arena. Okay, fair enough. I figured that's what you were going to say. Like like the Shaq statue, could they have that play for it? Is that Would that be better? Does he have even it? half the ability of Shaq? No, he has none of the ability. None of, of the ability of no Shaq. Shaq. He's ability. just standing yeah. there in just, the paint. Yeah, it's just it's just in the paint. It's in the way. Yeah, give me that. Give me that. Over. <laughs> give me the seven foot five statue of Shaq, made out of what? Bronze. Bronze. Yeah. Just to guard the paint. All right. Yeah. yeah, that's just an obstacle to get around. It's like the chair workout. You know. Yeah. Exactly. All right. I like it. So, let's do the Lakers. I want to start here because I thought this was interesting. LeBron James hijacked All Star Weekend. Like, All-Star Weekend was supposed to be about Cleveland and, like, this young team that they have that's really nice and fun to watch and good on defense. And LeBron James goes, yeah, I'd play for anybody that drafts my kid. I- I'm going to play with Bronny someday. And if it's here in Cleveland, I- yeah, that could that could happen. I would come back to Cleveland for that. If I'm Dan Gilbert, go fuck yourself. Yeah. I built a team that's good without you on it. It's the, only- it's the first time since 1994 that that's been the case. I'm going to purposely draft your son so that you can't play on my team. Like, just so you can't play with your kid, I'm drafting your son. And I'm never accepting any trades for him. I'm never accepting a trade for you. And you're just going to sit there and watch your kid play, and you can't play with him. That's my entire goal. Like, Because fuck LeBron James at this point if I'm anybody involved with Cleveland. So, like, I think the interesting thing about the whole he wants to play with his kid is this has been LeBron's narrative since he came into the league. Like, I am going to hold your franchise hostage until I get what I want. Okay, Bronny is the fourth best player on Sierra Canyon. Can I mean, can we be honest? LeBron wants to play with his kid. Have fun traveling all the way to Greece because I don't even know if an NBA team drafts him. Are the Shanghai Sharks looking to pick him up? Yeah. I mean, they like, might grab You want to go play with Jeremy Lin? So we're going to have LeBron James, Jeremy Lin, and Bronny James all on the Shanghai Sharks in, in two years? Maybe Stephon Mar- Marbury could come out yeah. of retirement. Like, like like he's okay. LeBron, you want to play say, for the Thunder's G League team? Right. Like I'm not going to say that I don't think he can play in the league. I don't like to judge high school players. I, I no, we I have try, to at this point. Right. Though. Like that's what we're being caused to do. He's the fourth best player on Sierra Canyon. Sierra Canyon is one of the better high school teams in the country. But he's the fourth best player. He averages nine points a game. You're a junior. As a junior, you should probably be better than that if you're the kid of LeBron James and you have aspirations to play in the league. Like, that's not good enough. Yeah, but me. he doesn't want to be the kid of LeBron James. He wants to be Whether Bronny or not he James. wants to be that. Yeah, no, I know. have to be that. Like, we're going to give Bronny 
the Zaire Wade treatment. Like, or just a Zaire that got... Yeah, Zaire yeah. Wade. Like, no. didn't get drafted, but team signed him because, oh, you get Dwayne Wade as a part of that deal. Yeah, like, but I thought he should have been drafted. I thought he was good. Like, I liked him. It's just, the entire situation is going to... And honestly, if if, if LeBron, because in two years, Brown will get drafted, or he'll be eligible to be drafted. He, so he's he's eligible at the 2024 draft. Yeah, two years. Yeah. So if I'm a team and, and LeBron starts regressing, which, I mean, scoring-wise, we're not seeing it, but last night against the Pelicans in a 28-point loss, LeBron James had seven turnovers. Russell Westbrook had seven turnovers. Like, does LeBron eventually get sick of playing very bad basketball on a team that he created and just say, I'm done and I want to come back when Brownie gets drafted? Because then if I'm if I'm any of these teams that have a top five pick, unless my name is the the Golden State Warriors and I get LeBron James and Steph Curry on the same team, like I'm not drafting him. And then what? I, I draft Bronny. LeBron start LeBron wants to come play for me. I take him and now I have to for like I'm being forced into Bronny starting for my team because LeBron's gonna pull all the strings from my organization. No, I don't want that. Like I don't I don't care about having LeBron James at that point. I don't. So he'll be he'll be thirty nine at that point. And here's the problem. Like, we're assuming that Bronny will be good enough to be drafted after his freshman year of college. If you're not a top twenty five freshman No, he can get when does the, the high school thing kick back in? They that's been pushed back. Oh, because it has? Of COVID they pushed it back. Yeah. Gotcha. So if if you're not a top twenty five freshman, the chances of you getting drafted are very unlikely. Like you would have to then get a promise from a team that they're going to take you to sign your father. So right now, he doesn't rank inside the top thirty. He's a four star. I'm sorry, you're gonna hold my organization hostage and you're going to be 39 no way like just no way like hypothetically hypothetically let's say he's a late first round pick i don't even think he would be there and a team like milwaukee takes him let's just make it easy milwaukee wins the finals they have the last pick in the draft and is milwaukee with Giannis? i don't know if it's middleton and drew at that point but with Giannis, are they going to take on LeBron James, who's going to be 39? No way. Yeah, do you Giannis want to take on a, the drama of having LeBron Giannis, James' kid? Giannis would be in his absolute prime. You're not going to bring on a rookie who's not that good and a 39-year-old LeBron James who can't shoot to try and win the title. Like, Giannis is in the business of winning titles. So, like, what team is he going to go to where that's going to Okay, well, is he going to go to the Magic because the Magic want to sell tickets and they want to sell jerseys? I mean... Okay, I guess if that's what you want to do. Well, that means LeBron has to go play in Orlando. It's, does he want to do that? If he's 100% in and I'm playing where Bronny goes, then then sure, he doesn't really have a choice. But the, these teams that are trying to build up-and-coming teams, and, and that's the perfect comparison is the Magic, because the Magic don't look like they're in the business of getting better at all. Hey, they got Franz Wagner. I like Franz Wagner. Cole Anthony, he can ball. Okay, cut them some slack. I'm just I'm avoiding Brownie James at all at all costs. On the Shanghai Sharks, sure, you get all these international fans to come watch you play a few games, so you can watch LeBron James in action for cheap tickets. But I don't I don't want LeBron on my team at that point. I don't want the drama of having LeBron on my team. So I mean that's that's been the problem with LeBron for a long time now. We get this drama because I don't blame him for this, but the way that he just absolutely dismantles franchises 
is terrible. And like the thing with this kid, it's like the Shabazz Napier situation all over again with the Heat. The Heat are trying to re-sign LeBron in 2014, and he goes, oh, I'd really like to have Shabazz Napier on my team. And the Heat drafts Shabazz Napier, who, as a UConn fan, I loved him, but I knew that he was not an NBA player. Like, he was too small, he didn't have a good ball skills, couldn't defend, no way am I drafting that kid. The Heat take him in the first round, and then LeBron leaves in free agency. and goes, oh, fuck you guys, by the way. LeBron James traded Andrew Wiggins, who I've always said if they had Andrew Wiggins instead of Kevin Love, the the Cavs might have won another championship with LeBron. Because I think Kevin Love was just so bad in that stretch, like no way. At the end there, every single pick they had, he basically traded for old guys that could play. Like even marginal upgrades. And we're seeing this with the Lakers. He traded every asset that they possibly could have had for Russell Westbrook. Like, Russell Westbrook. That's what he traded for. The guy that... he's Russell Westbrook is like the, the pretty girl at the other school that you don't know why she's single. And she always has a boyfriend, but then she always has a different boyfriend. And then you get your shot with her, and you go, oh, this chick's a bitch. God, why would anybody want to be with her? And you realize, oh, yeah, she just looks hot, but she's horrible on the inside. That's Russell Westbrook. Yeah, I, mean, I, I did call him West Brick. I was hoping yeah, I you were going to say something. I picked up on that. We're, we're like, this is just terrible. Let me read off these stats from from last night's game, and and it's a, it's a. I'm gonna hear. I'm gonna hear it now. It's a one game sample, but it's not because this has been having all fucking year with the Los Angeles Lakers kids show. They've just been absolutely terrible, and they're not. They have no signs of getting better. They're 27 and 33 right now. They're 21 and a half games back. They're looking at a play-in game for the playoffs. If that happens, I don't want it. I don't want the Lakers playing in it. LeBron better just vacate the spot for the Lakers because we've heard nothing but all oh, teams don't deserve a play-in shot. Right. Like, could you imagine if the only chance that LeBron has of making the playoffs is he has to win the play-in tournament? Like, uh, I oh better my God, hear, I better, shit on it. I better hear a press conference. I'm not playing in the bubble ga- or in the uh, play-in games because I I don't like the play-in games. Yeah, he should have to sit out. Yep. The league should tell him you criticize us for this. You must sit out the play-in games. So this was Sunday against the Pelicans. LeBron James, 32.6 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals, 2 blocks. It's good, right? 13, 13 for 23, 56.5%. That's, that's a good... Yeah. That's a classic LeBron James stat line. 7 turnovers. Yep. A plus-minus of minus 22. Like, then here's Russell Westbrook, the guy that the guy that LeBron wanted on his team all along, like, wanted to play with this guy. 16.6 rebounds, 1 assist, 1 steal. So you have... Russell Westbrook, who was meant to be your number one defender, the guy that won Defensive Player of the Year two times. Like, wait, no, he didn't. Russ never won Defensive Player of the Year. It's just one of those. I forget what that that thing is called. Am I forgetting this? Russell Westbrook never won Defensive Player of the Year. Oh, MVPs, my bad. He has one MVP, yeah. not two. Whatever. But, yeah, he won one MVP. 16-6, one, no. one. <laughs> wait, a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Did you just try to put Russell Westbrook like did, into this yes. elite category of MVPs it's, it's hard. defensive it's, player it's, of the year? It's hard for me to like realize that he's never won a defensive player he's of the year. He's a bad defensive player. He always has I been. understand that. Relax. We're good. 5 for 15 from shooting, so that's 33.3%. He's 0 for 2 from the 3. LeBron was 1 for 4 from the 3. Seven turnovers. 
A minus 26 plus minus. Where's Anthony? Da oh, Anthony Davis is hurt. So you've built this team all around you. Oh, where's Melo? 13-5-1. 13-5-1, zero steals, one block. Four for nine shooting, so 44.4%. What was Malik Monk in that game? Zero points, one rebound, one assist, two steals, one block. How many uh, minutes? 0 for 5, 0 for 2 from 3, 3 turnovers, minus 4, plus minus on 24 minutes. Wow, that's a hard stat line to put up in 24 minutes. Yeah. You didn't score a point, you turned the ball over three times, and you had one rebound? Yeah. Man, that's that's hard to do. Talon Horton Tucker, Tucker, the guy that you wanted to keep on your team of young guys. 5.3 rebounds, 5 assists, 1 steal, 0 blocks, 2 for 7 from the field, 1 for 5 from 3. One turnover, minus nine, plus minus. You know what this Lakers team could really use right now? Anybody else? A guy like Kyle Kuzma who's having a career year. Yeah. You know? Like, see, here's the thing. And this is the same thing with, you know, Tony Caruso? Would you want a Tony Caruso right about now? Honestly, I never understood why they went with Horton Tucker over Caruso. I never got that. Caruso was a much better defender, much better ball handler, a better shooter in general. Like, I did, I don't get the Taylor Horton Tucker thing. Because so, he had a couple of fucking summer league games and preseason games that look good. Oh, good for you. Got, Sam Hauser went nine for nine in a fucking preseason game this year. And guess what? He plays in the G League. Like Nine for nine shooting threes in a preseason game. Guess what? He's in the G League. Good for you. So because Tucker scored like 28 points in a preseason game, we're supposed to take that for what? Nothing. That is nothing. That means jack shit. And they sign him to this ridiculous contract where they're paying him like $57 million over the next three years. I don't get that at all. I would much rather have Alex Caruso. Like 100 times out of 100, I would take him. So I don't understand that one. The next one I don't understand, LeBron James created this. He could have just had Buddy Heald. Like the Kings were willing to do Buddy Heald for Harrell and... Um, not Kuzma, the other guy in that D. Oh, um, Jesus, I can't think of his. Anyways, he's on the Wizards now. He was part of that trade. The other guy in that deal, I cannot remember his name. It's going to come to me as it always does. But they could have done that deal. Still had Kuzma. They could have just kept Dennis Schroeder. Like, don't you think Dennis Schroeder would look pretty good on the Lakers right now? It would have been nice to have him. But they didn't want to pay him, so fine. You lose him for nothing. I don't understand that at all. I just don't get it. They've traded all their picks except for a 2027 first-round pick. That's the only pick they have. And LeBron James is like, yeah, Genie Buss, I'm going to need you guys to trade that at the deadline. for not, for. We're going to put that and Russell Westbrook together for John Wall. That's going to solve all of our problems. Except it doesn't, and then you're out another first-round pick. If I'm the Lakers, if I'm Genie Buss, first of all, I'm telling LeBron James... First, shut the fuck up. You don't run this team. Number two, we're not drafting your kid in two years. So if you think that you're going to be a Laker for life, get the hell out of here. We're not dealing with that. Number three, the Lakers are, are a bigger brand than LeBron James. The Lakers are the second greatest franchise. And if you want to say they're the greatest franchise in basketball history, fine. I'm not going to argue with you on that. Like, they're the most recognizable brand, other than Jordan, in basketball. They are more powerful than he is. Go to hell. As far as I'm concerned. If I'm Genie Buss, I'm telling him to go to hell. You don't run this organization. You're not going to drag us through the mud and tear us down. We gave you everything you wanted, and now you don't have enough help again. No. Too bad. You wanted Anthony Davis? We went and got you Anthony Davis. Guess what? Anthony Davis isn't the guy you thought he was. 
He's not. He's never going to be a number one. He's never going to be able to stay healthy. And he's not this... I love Anthony Davis. He's been one of my favorite players over the last five years. He is not that guy. He's just not. He's too... He settles. He doesn't, he doesn't have a high motor. I think he's overweight now. He's broken. Hey, Lakers. I'll give you a poku in one of these picks that we got. First or second round, make your choice for uh, that first round pick and whatever else you want to give us. Like... I'll give you that. That's all you get from me. Because I'm not willing to give up shit for any of the players that you have on your roster right now. Any, any of them. Not at all. There isn't a single... Maybe Malik Monk. Malik Monk. Yeah, okay. Like, maybe. So you can have Poku and one of these shitty first-round picks we have this year for that first-round pick you have in 2027. Or 20-whatever. Yeah, whatever year it is they have it. Are you guys salary-dumping Poku? Is that what you're doing here? Yeah. Oh, okay. I Just mean, take him. Y'all, so, I mean, need, y'all want young talent, a guy that can shoot, a guy that's skinny, he's not overweight, just take him. Go ahead for that first-round pick. And look, here's the thing. Like, if the Lakers get to the 8th seed or the 7th seed, obviously the Suns and the— Oh, I'm sure the Suns would be so thrilled. Yeah, we get to play LeBron in the first round. I fucking love that. But at the same time, like, if you're the Lakers, you're setting up to go home in the first round or miss the playoffs. That can have First of all, LeBron James is Mr. I'm, I'm the legacy guy. I'm all about— Chasing that ghost in Chicago. I'm all about that. If you lose in the first round of the playoffs two years in a row, it's over. It's already over for me anyways. If you lose in the first round of the playoffs with the Lakers two years in a row and you miss the playoffs, the only title he won with the Lakers was because he got a six-month break in the middle of his season. That's it. That's why he won a title. Call it what it is. It's the easiest championship anybody's ever won. Let Mickey Mouse. I just, I'm so done with him and his passive aggressiveness and how he thinks that he can just run this league. He's not even the best player in the league anymore. And I, I said he was the best player in the league about six months ago. I should, have, I should apologize to Giannis Antetokounmpo and Kevin Durant and Steph Curry right now because they're clearly better than him. Jokic, Embiid, clearly better than him. I don't even know if he's the eighth best player in the league right now. I don't know. Yeah. Right. Let's move on from the Lakers. Let's go to Brooklyn. So March 8th, Brooklyn goes to Philly. It's looking like Kevin Durant will be available for that game and possibly Ben Simmons. If you're Brooklyn, is that Ben Simmons' first game back? Yeah. You would put Ben Simmons, the guy that's saying he has, um, he's having like emotional problems, he's having to talk to a therapist. You would put him in his first game back in Philly. Fuck it, why not? Yeah, let's break the guy. See, see if all this shit's working. See if we, see if we royally fucked up by trading for Ben Simmons. If I'm Doc Rivers and I have to face Ben Simmons, I'm fouling him every time down the floor. I'm putting him on the free throw line and making him think about making free throws. News comes out. Ben Simmons is, is starting that game against the Sixers. Are you signing as many G League players to, to put him on your active lineup for that game and just say, yeah. every time Ben Simmons is in the game, you're going in and you're just following yep. him? I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm going to have my four regular guys out there and a fifth guy who's on the end of the bench, and he's just going to hack a Ben as soon as we get in the penalty. I'm putting him on the line. I'm telling you right now. 
If I'm playing the Nets in a playoff series and Ben Simmons is available, I am putting him on the line every single chance I get. Hey, he's working with Kyle Korver. Good for him. I like to see that. I don't. I think he shoots with the wrong hand. I truly believe that Ben Simmons is left-handed and he shoots with the wrong hand. Yeah, maybe. Like, he's broken. I, I think he's mentally broken. I think he'll be fine. And if I'm Brooklyn, I don't like the situation <laughs> I'm in. I, like, I get that Kyrie's probably going to be able to play home games in a minute here because it looks like the, uh, the vaccine mandate's going to be lifted in New York City, which, whatever, that is what it is. But you're telling me that I'm Kevin Durant, I got to roll into a playoff series with Kyrie Irving and Ben Simmons? He's going to need, Kevin Durant's going to need fucking therapy after this season. Like, I would need therapy. I know I would. I, I wouldn't be able to deal with that crap. Oh, you're afraid to shoot free throws and you think the earth is flat. <laughs> Get me the hell out of here. Like, Sean Marks is the GM of the Nets. Has Sean Marks slept good or been happy in the last two I think years? Steve Nash feels. It's like, I got to deal with Kyrie Irving spreading his flat earth propaganda every single practice, and Ben Simmons is crying in the corner because people are talking trash to him at practice. Like, and here, oh, here's Kevin Durant, who's basically on the edge of just jumping off of a cliff because the Brooklyn Nets suck. Do you think, like, like, scrubs on the Nets go out of their way to try to pick on Ben Simmons in, like, practice? I mean, probably not because those are scrubs on the Nets, and the line of scrub falls off after, what, Andre Drummond? Like after that, everybody scrubs. That roster is terrible. Like it's it's an, it's a bad roster. I don't like. I like I like Seth Curry. I like his fit. Yeah, but he's above Andre Drummond. Okay, fair enough. Joe Harris in a playoff series, hate him. He's like ice cold in the playoffs. He's shooting like twelve percent for his career in postseason games. That's terrible. I just I don't think they're going to be able to put the games together to be able to figure it out in time. Like, it's not like Kyrie and Ben Simmons are easy to play with if you're Kevin Durant. They're not. They're complicated. Yeah, but, I mean, is a whole season enough to make that team work? I, I don't know. Like, this Ben Simmons trade happens in the offseason. Are, are a full season of NBA games enough to get Ben Simmons out of this funk? Kyrie Irving to actually want to play basketball? And Kevin Durant sane enough to want to deal with all the bullshit? Like, I wouldn't. Like that, I don't think that's enough. So what? With twenty games left in the season, I, I don't I don't know how well this team even does. They're sitting at eight right now, two and a half games in front of the Hornets. There's no way they're get. I mean, the Celtics, the Bucks, or the Cavs would have to royally fuck up for the the Nets not to have a playing game. I don't see that happening. So you have a playing game. Can the Nets beat the Hornets in a playing game? In a one game, obviously, I'm taking the Nets. But also in a one game, isn't that the kind of scenario where the Hornets are a team that likes to get up and down, they just run all over the place on the Nets, and they make them look slow? Yeah. Could, could the Nets beat the Hawks in a playing again, game? Again, can Trey Young get hot for one night? Can he get hot for one night? Like, the Wizards, I'm just going to count them out now. I don't the Wizards think they are out. 10. They're I mean, out. they're, they're two, two games back of the Bradley Hawks. Bradley Beal's done yeah. for the year. They're done. The Raptors? If you're the Nets, you really want to play the Raptors? In I would games not. Years? The Raptors are the team I would want to play the least. They're long. They're going to defend. You're going to get out coached because Nick Nurse is one of the best coaches in the league. Yeah, guess what? Fred Van, Fred Van Vliet shooting seven, six of seven from three that night. Like, 
Scotty Barnes and Pascal Siakam just absolutely locked down. Scotty Barnes, right. can he hit a shot? Is he a good shooter? <sighs> Listen, yeah. he was good to start the year. He's coming back a little bit. He's back up above 32% from three. The All-Star weekend, just a big enough embarrassment that for was, the kid? That was rough. That was rough. He's up above 32% from three. He's looking good. I like him. You know how I feel about him. He was one of my favorite rookies in this draft class. I think he can play. Him, Siakam, and Ananobe guarding Ben S- and, and Fred Van Vliet guarding Kyrie. I absolutely love that for the Raptors. I'm like, okay, give me some of that. Chalk. Nick Nert. Just chalk yeah. it up right now. That's a win. So the Raptors are making the playoffs. Because I, oh, I think the, the Raptors are in anyways, yeah. I think the Raptors can beat any of these playing game teams. And I wouldn't be shocked if the Raptors pass the Celtics. The Raptors, I think, are that good. But who's to say the Cavs don't fall off? The Cavs are what? Two and a, two and a half games above. The one we got to worry about is the Bucks. The Bucks have one of the toughest schedules left. Now, I think that's actually a good thing for them. It might make them kind of lock in here a little bit. Because like I watched them the other night, and Drew Holiday just looked disinterested. It was it looked like the classic, can we just get the fucking regular season over with kind of thing. Like, we play in Milwaukee. We'd like to go warm weather. Can we go to Miami for three days? Like, can we play the Heat in a playoff series? That's what it felt like to me. Um, but, yeah, I just... The Nets worry me. I, I There's a chance they miss the playoffs. And if they miss the playoffs, that is such a stain on Kevin Durant's legacy. This whole scenario that he's created, I, I just... I think he's amazing. I would really struggle with his legacy overall if they miss. Yeah, I just, I don't know, I, I just, how do you have a roster of James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Durant, and Blake Griffin, and Andre Drummond, and you just, the only... Well, no, he did, they didn't have J- Drummond when they had Harden. It was Aldridge. Uh, Still LaMarcus Aldridge. Aldridge. Like, the, the, and you, then can't, you were, you were you a can't shot call- away from making the NBA Finals last year, and this year you might not even make the playoffs. Like I said, you can't pick up the phone and call Kyrie Irving and tell him to shut the fuck up. Just stop being annoying. You can't can't do that. You can't make it work. I don't understand that. You can't handle a locker room. I, that boggles my mind. It just it makes as much sense to you as it does to me. I, I couldn't tell you. Do we want to talk Philly? No. No? Okay. I is mean, there anybody what, else? Is there something you want to talk about? I mean, just... I, do you think it's going to work overall? Yeah, I'm in. So who's your favorite in the East right now? I think the... Uh, it's tough. It's so tough. I don't ever want to count out the Celtics. I don't ever want to count out the Bucks. I'll, I'll rank them for you. I'm going to go Bucks one. I'm going to go Philly two. I'm going to go Bulls 3 and the Celtics 4. That's interesting. But with the Bulls and the Celtics, it's... I'm not putting any bit of money on either of these teams if they were to play each other because I think that's a seven-game series that... Game 7 goes to double overtime because DeMar and DeMar and Jason Tatum both just went off for 50 points in a Game 7. Like D- DeMar. DeMar, I say it, the less I like it. And then the Heat following closely after, and then the Raptors. It, it's just kind of where I'm at. So I've watched the Heat play about 10 times this year, and i got to be honest, I don't love them. 
They're the number one seed in the East right now, and I don't understand how. Yeah, but they're one game ahead of the Bulls, two and a half ahead of the Sixers, three right. and a half ahead of the Cavs. Like, I don't trust them. I don't like Kyle Lowry in a playoff series anymore. Jimmy Butler, I'm 50-50 with. Tyler Hero, I don't trust. Not loving them. The Bulls, I am not there. I'm sorry. I get DeRozan's playing out of his mind. I don't trust DeRozan in a playoff series. I don't trust Zach Levine in a playoff series. I don't trust Vucevic in a playoff series. So we talked about the Lakers and DeMar DeRozan. How, how, how much do you think that the Lakers are kicking themselves in the ass right now that they don't have DeMar DeRozan? I know. They could have just had him. Yeah. They could have just had you him. You had him in your palm of your hands, and then you let him go. Like, the five or six players that we talked about in the offseason, like, Kemba Walker was going to be a Laker. Like, that trade was almost done, and they just said no to it. Like, I would rather have Kemba Walker than Russell Westbrook right now, personally. But I, I don't want to keep saying no, I know. about the Lakers. But, yeah, I agree. Like, DeRozan on the Lakers would be amazing right now. That would fix a lot of problems. I don't trust him in a playoff series. I, I've seen it too many times. He just – there's something with him where he's a really good regular season player, but – it gets to the postseason. Things change. They slow. The game slows down. Guys just can lock in on him. I don't like him. My team, my stupid team that has sucked me back in, I believe in them, but only if they're going to play hard on every single night. And like last night, they lost to the Pacers, but it was on the second night of a back-to-back. Like, Good thing the playoffs aren't back-to-backs because we can't win them. Can we play defense for three rounds and get to the finals? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I don't love that. If we're playing Milwaukee, I'll take us against Milwaukee. We never seem to lose to them. But I don't like us against Philly. I don't really love us against Brooklyn. Kevin Durant always... Kyrie, like, just hates us in general, and he takes it personally. You know, he's like Michael Jordan, just taking everything personally. So he'll be burning sage at the Garden, and he'll be torching us for 47 points because he just will. You know, and I want no part of that series whatsoever. Um, Milwaukee, again, I, I... I picked him to go to the finals. I picked him to repeat. I still believe in that, but I need to see it. Like, I need them to play better. I, just, I don't understand why they traded DiVincenzo for Serge Ibaka. I don't understand that trade at all. Have you seen Serge play in the last two years? He's not Serge Ibaka anymore. And, like, he's a nice player, but I'd rather have Giannis as center. And if Giannis is going to play center, Serge can't be on the floor. So I, I, I don't understand that deal. The, the East is... The East is a mess. Like, I can look at the West and go, okay, the Warriors are good. The Suns are good. The Nuggets, when they get Jamal Murray back, are good. The Clippers, if they were healthy, would be good. Like, how the hell the Clippers have, like, 30 wins right now is unbelievable. No Paul George, no Kawhi Leonard. We got 30 wins. Fuck it. We're almost in the playoff game. Makes no sense to me. But the East, I can't, I can't figure it out at all. Like, on some nights, I'm like, wow, are the Cavs the best team in the East? Are the Cavs going to the finals? Is it going to be Cavs-Memphis in the finals? Like, we could have that. Cleveland and Memphis could play each other in the finals. I'd go to that finals game. I would go to that. Absolutely, I'd go to watch that. You love Ja, I love Evan Mobley. Like, I'd be all in. The NBA playoffs is just one of the most questionable things right now. I don't think there's a guaranteed team that is favored. Like, I still like the Warriors, but they're six games back of the Suns. I think if the Suns are the one seed going into the playoffs with Chris Paul coming back right at playoff time, I'll give you that all day. We still have a long ways to go. NFL starting back up. Well, NFL offseason starts back up fairly soon. The machine um, just keeps on turning, baby. Yes. So, um, I think that's it for us. As always, follow us on Twitter at Highly Disputed. That's Highly Disputed without the E. Garrett's.
Twitter is in the bio of that because I just don't can't keep a promise to save my life. Haven't made it. You Twitter are yet. a true politician. Like you oh, are. Of course, that'd be great. I want, I'm going to be president one day. Um, send us emails at highlydisputed247 at gmail.com. That's highly disputed with any that time. Questions, comments, concerns, let us know how you're feeling. Ask about our daily life. We're moving here pretty soon. That's an announcement we got to make. Spoiler alert. Hope you all have a good one. See you next week.